What up, PPW Nation? It's your boy, the Penguin. I'm sitting next to my boy, the z- t- 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 Kilowatt. Yeah, that's me. You know it ain't a show unless I'm drinking, brother. You need help. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Anyway, this is uh, our November show. You have vision? I'm having vision. PPW vision. Ba-blam! How's he doing there, Mr. Cool Guy? Well, uh, the cool what? The the cooler what? The cooler what? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's your face name. <laughs> the cooler what? Like, dude, love. What's my heel name? The kilowatt, of course. There was a time where I won like a King of the Ring tournament, uh-huh. and then I was the King Kilowatt, uh-huh. and I had the King's Court with the Executioner. And <laughs> no, nah, okay. Anyway, that was just a gimmick. So. My friends, we were at PPW Vision, and it was a spectacular event. Everybody is just one hell of a workhorse. Um, What did you think of the show, son? I actually thought it was a good show. It was a really good show, actually. I like the the Impact Stars that came. Who were they again? Brian Cage and Tessa Blanchard. Blanchard, who is, like, right now, like, really hot on on an, an... Impact with like her winning the title and like being so like she is the women's champ there on Impact. She right? is the women's champion on Impact. Yeah. So yeah, I I was really excited about this because you know finding out about the Impact show, which is when January twenty sixth live in Hazelton, Pennsylvania. In Hazelton, Pennsylvania. Well, One night only, right? Indeed. Yes. New beginnings, as it were. So I was very excited to see them, and dude. Uh, they did not. They're awesome. Those guys are awesome. They really are. I agree. They're I am a robot. So awesome. Good yeah. matches with them. Christina had a good match. Against Tessa. Against Tessa. It was a wonderful match. Uh, Brian Cage had a phenomenal match with He is such. That guys. dude is such a beast. He is a beast, but he's oh also super gosh. agile. Let's be I am so. In awe. I don't know why that like he's not like WWE has not like picked that dude up because usually like Vince is like always like oh I like the big dudes like yeah I like that it's weird there's there's time and there's nothing wrong with that anyway um Seinfeld not that there's anything wrong with that yes um <clears throat> I mean there's time the dude's making waves in the impact scene right now he's making mm-hmm. an impact and impact could we say we could and we did. Um, Didn't you sit down and have an interview with him? I did, I did. But you save the juice for later. Uh, right now we. But I want to let the juice loose. Let the juice loose, okay? 
Don't ruin my jokes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Speaking of son of a bitches, one guy that's been on an Impact show more than once, uh, Sean Effing Carr. Check it out. Check it out. What up, guys? I'm here for the second time. Second time with the hybrid Sean Carr. What's going on, man? Dude, so many things are going on. Ah, oh, so many things are going on. You know, there's a lot. Let's talk about wrestling first. Sure. So, what's been going on with you since we've last chatted in the wrestling world? Oh man, well, I've been staying busy uh, since the last time we've talked. You know, I've uh, I wrestled uh, one time for Impact. It looks like it's going to be a second time coming up here with uh, with PPW. Right. Yeah, you had a one night. But with the one night only, right? Yep, it was a uh, one of those one night only pay per views that they're starting to do, and uh, I picked up a victory over Brute Van Slyke. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just been busy. It's been fun. I've been loving every minute of it, man. It's awesome. So the second opportunity to be on Impact is January twenty sixth, correct? January twenty sixth. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm I'm pretty. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm pretty excited for it. It's it's gonna be good. Big opportunities, man. It's great. Glad to hear it. Um, so. Outside of the wrestling world, we've chatted before about your Punisher gimmick, right? <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. So in light of uh, the recent passing of Stanley, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Excelsior. Excelsior, absolutely. Um, God, I'm rocking the Marvel tonight, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, brother. For my man Stan, you know you know what I'm saying? So how, how would you say, as, as a comic book fan and in general, has Stanley affected your life? You know, Stanley, if... Outside of wrestling, some of my earliest memories are just getting lost in the comic books, getting lost in the Spider-Man, Captain America, you know, the, the entire Marvel, you know, pretty much franchise. And uh, his stories, his characters, you know, his, his visions, you know, that are now coming to life in the, in the, in the movies, in the cinematic world. I mean, it's just, for me as a comic book fan, like, you know, the... It sucks that Stanley has passed. Absolutely. But so much of my childhood, you know, it just is dedicated to him and yeah. his characters and his stories. And, you know, like wrestling and comics are almost hand in hand. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just yeah. it's, you know, it, it, it allowed, you know, a young kid with me, you know, growing up, being up to New York, to, it allowed me to to dream and to envision and to, you know, like think it's just he really like helped help me, you know, tap into my own imagination. Right, and that, and not only me. I mean, with so many other people. Yeah. And you know, as as much as it sucks to to see him pass and to see him go, what a life! Oh, what a life! Really I mean, I mean, just the man. He's just one of the 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 biggest geniuses of our of our time. I think the coolest like meme that I've seen since he's passed is. Him walking, I guess, through the pearly gates. Yes. And God's there, and he says, you're not so bad at creating universes yourself, kid. It's <laughs> absolutely true. The ones, the ones that really got me was uh, it was when he was fading away in the ash. Oh, the that, oh, oh man. That, 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 that hit me. That really, that, that really got me. But, I mean, in a good way. You know, was, I, th I think, like, people maybe take that as it's like a joke. But at first I thought it was really disrespectful, but then I started to read into it a little more. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like, okay, well, I, I, I like that now. You know, like, it's, yeah. it's a good symbolic meaning behind it. Really? is um so your your favorite character that he's created well he actually didn't create frank castle the punisher right he did but he green light the name he signed right. off on the name and he green he he, he he was the one who gave the green light for the character to 
to make its way and have such a big impact because right. Punisher is, you know, everyone who's a big fan like me is very involved in the Daredevil and Spider-Man universes Absolutely. and that's directly Stan Lee. That's that those are his babies, you Absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, hopefully, who knows, maybe uh, pay a little homage to him, you know, tonight a little bit. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I got the vest with me, so we'll see what it brings, you know, and, you know, it'd be it'd be a good a good tribute to the to, to the man himself. I think you'd appreciate it, man. Absolutely. I know personally, um, <clears throat> what is one comic book or series that you would like to see into a movie? Personally, mine would be. Spider-Man Punisher as a movie. Yeah, I I would I would I would definitely say the Spider-Man Punisher as a movie just because like even like even the more darker Punisher, you know, the oh, ones yeah. I mean like the, there's so many stories that could be told on the big screen. I mean, literally, I mean, everyone who's watching this who's a comic fan, you know, the possibilities are endless. Completely. And you know, I mean, but I, I, I like what you're thinking about that. I definitely think that that would be a, a very interesting mashup. I would love, yeah. for me, honestly, I would love to see the uh, the Netflix series uh, really tie more oh in yeah. to the because they're all, you know, I mean, they reference them all the time. It's still the same world, same timeline. Yeah, and I would love is. to see Peter Parker mi mix it up with Daredevil. And, That'd be so cool. Man. Oh, man. I mean, it, it'd be literally like reading the comics, just watching them. It'd yeah. be awesome. I mean, as a comic book fan, man, Daredevil, I mean, you finished season three? I did. How amazing is that? Uh, amazing. Like, I was blown away. When like, they said codename Kingpin, I actually squealed. I'm not going to lie. Dude, like, <laughs> not only that, but, like, the first scene that we, we got a glimpse of, of Bullseye, Bullseye. Oh, was, I mean, when he saved Kingpin, you know, when he was the – I don't want to give up too much of it, but yeah, I'm, but I'm tempted man. to reveal the very last scene. But oh no, no we can't no. do it. But man, I mean, everyone out there watching season three of Daredevil, you will not be disappointed. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for. Being I appreciate on the show, it. No, thank you very hours. much. We could. I'm thinking <laughs> we're doing uh, the audio podcast now, so we'll have to call you up and get you on that. You know me, man. I love it for like two hours. Hey, <laughs> I, I'd be down for it. Absolutely. Awesome, brother. Well, thanks again. Thank you very much. All right. So one thing that I really did want to bring up, Penguin, uh, which I brought up in the interview with uh, Sean Carr, is the unfortunate passing of Marvel legend Stanley. Yeah. Um, in tribute to him, uh, we interviewed multiple uh, wrestlers who make it a point to let it known that they're comic book fans or have had their life affected in one way or another by comic books or by the works of Stan Lee. Um, so our good friend who, on the Man Minute, you found out was a big comic book guy, Deshaun Pratt. Check this out. What's up, guys? It's Deshaun Pratt here. Uh, I firstly want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. I hope everybody is enjoying their time with their family and loved ones, and they are truly remembering what Thanksgiving is really all about. Um, I wanted to take this time out to re-record something I did for the uh, Wicked Turtle Network back at the PPW show. Uh, they were doing a episode... Um, dedicated to Stan Lee, who we all know recently passed away. So they wanted to get my, my um, thoughts and how I felt about it and what Stan Lee meant to me. So I wanted to touch base on that uh, a bit for them. Uh, right off the bat, Stan Lee was a 
fantastic artist, uh, great storyteller with his comics. Uh, he was one of the best, uh, one of the best to do it, to ever do it, and he stood for a lot of great things, um, a lot of which were during the uh, Civil Rights Movement. Uh, he was very uh, prolific, and he was a, a big activist of sorts uh, during that movement. He was very, very um, vocal about how you should not mistreat someone because of the color of their skin. Uh, so he even went as far as to uh, create a whole universe that was based around the civil rights movement. A lot of people don't... Um, realize or even know this i didn't know this until i read it um that the x-men universe was actually written um because of the civil rights movement he was inspired by that to write the x-men uh storyline and universe uh so like if you can actually uh you can actually pinpoint and see when I read that and I stopped and went thought back and in my head I was like, wow, you know what? There's a lot of similarities between the mutants and what a lot of African Americans went through during the time of Jim Crow. You know, a lot of the laws uh kind of hindered them. And so you actually saw that in the X-Men universe. So that actually really, really stuck with me. And the fact that a comic book artist who use his platform to raise awareness of sorts um that means a lot to me like i said as a as a young uh african-american male who likes comics i think that's something that um you know you don't you don't take with a grain of salt i think that was always something that i always took away from his comics um so i thank stan lee for that and I will always, always cherish his memory and cherish his craftsmanship because of that. Um, so also during the interview, um, they asked me what what part of the Marvel Universe, uh, like what storyline, what story arc would I like to see uh, be brought to the silver screen now? I mean, pardon my ignorance, I don't know if this was an actual comic, but I do remember the video game, and it was an amazing video game back on the Super NES, I believe it was on the Genesis 2, uh, it was the game called um, Maximum Carnage, uh, now the storyline for that was, it was Spider-Man and Venom uh, teaming together to stop Carnage from raising havoc, or Wrecking Carnage, uh, <laughs> uh, through New York City, so it was a really, really fun video game, and I was like, wow, you know what, this would be a really fun movie, when, you know, they announced the Venom movie, and then they were, you know, announcing another Spider-Man, it hit me, I was like, wait, oh man, like, they have to do a Maximum Carnage movie, like, they have to, uh, so, uh, I don't know if there's any plans of bringing Carnage into the universe. If there is, I haven't read anything. Um, if for some reason he did pop up in the Venom movie, 
please don't tell me. Spoiler zone. Um, I haven't seen Venom yet. I kind of suck at the whole getting out to see movies thing. Um, but yeah, that's uh, definitely something that I would like to see. I would like to see uh, the Maximum Carnage uh, storyline uh, plastered on the silver screen. So, uh, yeah, so I, um, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to finish playing some more Red Dead. And uh, I just wanted to get this done for the Wicked Turtle Network. Uh, Alex, thank you uh, for having me on again for your uh, podcast. It's a lot. Um, it's, a, it's a fun. It's a lot of fun. That's what I'm trying to say. Excuse me. It's a lot of fun doing it. And, you know, I love you guys. And I love what you do. And you guys bring a lot to the table with this. So big up to you guys. Much love. And uh, to everybody else. Happy Thanksgiving again, and again, I hope you guys are enjoying your time with family, and you guys are truly remembering that it's all about filling our hearts, not just filling our bellies, all right? The Prince of Camden, Deshaun Pratt. Stand back! There's a storm coming through. (laughs) No, it's not the hurricane. It's the Samoan storm. Oh. Afa. Junior, that's right. Got to sit down with him, and uh, he's making his return at PPW. Yep, and I saw it with my vision. Is that a bad joke? No, no, it was. It was. Don't laugh at my bad jokes. Okay. The Simone Storm, Alpha Junior. Hey guys, we're back with Alpha Junior. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, boss. Totally appreciate it. Um, so this big question is, what are your thoughts on returning to PPW? Man, it's great to be back. You know, uh, I ran rough shop around here for quite some time. You know, it's been a couple years since I've been back. And, you know, it, it, to me, it's bittersweet because, you know, everybody knows my history. I've started in Hazleton and many, many, many years ago. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's, it's close to home and it's, it's where I started. So it feels like home, you know, Absolutely. so it's good to be back. I know that when we first came here as fans, which was the DDP show, mm-hmm. I mean, you just dominated the place. We marked out hard for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we eventually made this place our home, too. Yeah. Um, so we're glad to have you back. And what are, what are your thoughts on facing Jack Swagger? Jack Swagger, I, man, I haven't wrestled him in well over 10 years. Right. Um, we started up in the WWE uh-huh. developmental system together in Deep South and then FCW and you know, onto the WWE. And, you know, I've, I've been around Swagger for a long time where we both wrestled at the Madison Square Garden our first time together on the same oh, really? night. You know what I mean? Like, we did a lot of cool stuff together uh, over the years. So it's it's good to see him after after all the lights dim. You know what I mean? Definitely. So we can, we can expect you guys to burn the house down tonight? Well, of course. You know, I, that's what I do. <laughs> Samoan Storm, right? That's right. Absolutely. Um, so a little bit about yourself. Um, is there anything like any big news that you got going on right now, or like anything you got going on in the wrestling world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I always stay busy. Um, always staying busy. You know, wrestling all over the world in India with ROC Wrestling, and in January I'm going out to Hawaii for uh, Us Wrestling, and cool. you know I'm really looking forward to going out there. And you know I always go down and help out my pops down at WXW in Florida, and right, my brother yeah. Sam and. You know, I'm all I'm always all over. So, awesome. uh, but yeah, it's, it's I've been busy, and 
you know, we, we're doing promos. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and, thanks, <laughs> they just don't care. So, yeah, you know, I got a, a lot of cool things coming up. Uh, I'm looking really looking forward to going to Hawaii, like I said, and uh, I'm looking forward to going to India um, with ROC Wrestling and, uh, yeah, and, and going back to South Africa. I love the South Africa. I always have a great time there, too. So, it's really cool. So, you really get around. Yeah, yeah. You know, personally, I mean, Hawaii is like my dream vacation. Yeah. So, definitely gonna well, everybody thinks I'm Samoa. Oh yeah, I'm not, but I'm always getting, I'm always getting mistaken all my life. So I'm like, uh, I just roll with it. I'm like, well, I have respect for the family, so you know. Hey, that's all it is. That's all it is. Got to have respect. That's it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm so glad to have you on the show. I appreciate it. I just have to just keep it short and sweet on this show, and hopefully we can wrangle you on our audio only hitting the map podcast. Yeah, for sure. I got a lot to say. I got a lot to talk about. This is someone who knows how to talk. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to have a script and everything like that. You know, no and scripts here now. I, I do I do, do scripts, but I hate it. Oh, know? yeah. Well, we won't do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, brother. Well, thank you so thank much. Thank you, guys. All right. That's my oos right there, bro. That's right. That's right. That's anyway. right. Oos. Oh. Hang. 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 What? Penguin. Penguin? You ever see uh, the movie Surf's Up with Shia LaBeouf? And he has that chicken friend who's played by Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. And he goes, he's like, I found this tribe of native birds called the penguins. <laughs> the penguins. Good Remember movie. Remember when WWE did a surf's up too? That was terrible. <laughs> Dietrich Bader was the main bad guy in part one. And he, Dietrich Bader, you'll know, voiced Batman, but he was also a Napoleon Dynamite as Rex Quando. Bow to your sensei. <laughs> Because Shane's next to me, is the entire underdog school at PPW. So, guys, I'm just going to go around one by one and we're going to tell, you know, what made you choose the PPW school and what made you stop being a fan and decide, hey, I need to get in that ring. And your thoughts on the school so far. So, first, let's go to Shane. Well, first off, my thoughts on the school is absolutely amazing. Getting trained by the man, Johnny Moran, is great. Tommy Swade, amazing. Mike Whipwreck is amazing. And what got me into wrestling to actually become a pro wrestler is actually Chris Masters. He actually pushed me to oh. join in. Chris Masters. Yep. So, uh, that's Shane. Justin. I'm Justin, 35. Uh, been a fan of wrestling for 31 years and decided to make the leap when I was contacted about the school and I was told that Mikey Whipwreck was going to be a trainer. Smooth Tommy Swade was going to be the trainer. Another trainer there. You're talking decades of experience in and out of the wrestling ring and the business and couldn't go wrong with that. 
And next we have Jose. Give him a microphone. Let him talk. Hi, guys. My name's Jose, and I am 19 years old. What got me into wrestling will be uh, Rey Mysterio. Um, he's not the biggest guy in the ring, but he's definitely one of the best. Um, I picked PPW because I came to the show. I seen amazing talent. Wanted to know how can I become like Johnny Moran and all the other ones from PPW. So, uh, yeah, that's why I'm in PPW and I'm uh, looking for the best from Tommy and Mikey. Can't go wrong there, guys. And next we have your famous barber. He may cut your favorite superstar, Mikey. What's up, guys? My name is Mikey. Um, I'll tell you what. I've been around the world. I've done a lot with hair. I've cut the WWE's hair. And seeing and meeting all these guys, I realized, you know what? I kind of want to do this myself. And, you know, people like Mikey, Tommy, Johnny, everyone. I, I like what they're doing for the community. I wanted to keep it local. So I figured, hey, why not PPW? The underdogs, this is this is where it's at. And um, I like what they're doing with everything. And I'm excited to be involved. And I hope I can bring what I'm already doing to this promotion. So I'm um, looking forward to doing this. And we got Taryn next. Hello, my name is Taryn Adamson, 24, and I've ever since I was young, uh, I always wanted to be a part of wrestling. Been trying to find it, and finally I found the right one was PPW. They have very good trainers. They know how to train. Everything's positive, and I feel like they can get me somewhere and make me fulfill my dreams. And next we have Talisha. Hi, my name is Talisha24. Uh, I was a big wrestling fan as a child. I drifted away and came back when I saw my sister getting back into wrestling. Uh, things went downhill. Then we finally found PPW, and boy, it's amazing. It's just a wonderful experience. You know, for I used to, you know, doubt the wrestling dream, but it's it's back. And this is a great school. And that is your man minute for this month. So check out the PPW Underdog School and back to the booth. Yeah. Was the undeniable man minute by the undeniable man, Johnny Moran. Yep. Yeah, I did it. I did it. But before we get into that, Underdogs Pro Wrestling School. Yeah. Can't beat that quality. PPW, yep. Mikey Whipwreck. What's well, cool, Johnny? Johnny's there too. Johnny Moran, yeah, absolutely. Sean Pratt. Yeah, well, you know they all they all participate. So, um, yeah, to contact them, contact uh, you know Anthony McKeegan on Facebook, and uh, and his information is in the video uh, prior. Um, <clears throat> so the undeniable man. Let's tell that story. Go ahead, Penguin. Well, let's just say he came out. And gave Justin King a nice little uh, surprise. Dropped Jason King right on the chair. He absolutely did. Um, so, you know, if it was anybody else. And hugs from Clutch. <laughs> true. 
and then dubbed The Undeniable Man by Ryan Race. Yeah. Uh, if it was anybody else, I'd probably be like completely like, oh no. And I was I was in shock. I was a little heartbroken for like half a minute. There was yeah. like, a 10 minute period where I was inconsolable. But now I'm just kind of like, you know what? It makes sense. Yes. And, you know, you don't have, we don't have to be bad guys to be associated with them, do we? No. 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 So I think, you know, even though they terrorized us a little bit, I think that we might, after after this show, make House of Heels with Ryan Race an actual segment. Yeah. I think we will. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the input, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Say meh one more time. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to say? I mean, there's nothing more to say than, you know, Johnny's with them now. He's still our our buddy. He still loves us. True. You know? And remember, you can't touch clutch. (laughs) Yes. That's a little thing. Watch PPW Live, guys, by the way. Hosted by us on the PPW Entertainment page, PPW Live. And if you watch the one for uh, PPW Vision, you'll know that you can't touch... Clutch. Clutch. Um, you know, I guess uh, since he's undeniable now, I mean, aren't we like the undeniable Wicked Turtles? Oh, we've always been undeniable. Oh, he's always just been not associated. Yeah. All right. So here's something. You, you ever see our shirts? All right. Our sweet little shirts. Well, let me tell you something. They're made by United Strong Apparel. The owner of United Strong Apparel is the son of Hulk himself. Okay, so check them out. United Strong Apparel uh, on Facebook and on uh, the Instagram. Custom orders, all right, custom designs. And, uh, you know, that that's basically the gist. Check them out. Good quality. Here's the deal. The son of Hulk runs that. I think we met the real Hulk. Although this Hulk favors the Wolverine a little bit more. Mm. All right. So the Wolverine himself, Brian Cage, the X Division champion of Impact Wrestling. Although, is he still the champion? I guess technically he is. Yes. But he hit option C, and I don't really understand what option C means. I think we should ask him. Yeah. Let's ask him. Hey, guys, I'm here with Impact star Brian Cage. Brian, thanks for uh, hanging out with us today. Yeah, man, no problem. We've got to got to come out here to Hazleton, Pennsylvania, make my little debut at PPW. You know, driving in, it was uh, it was like I was on the set of a Christmas Story, man. It was awesome. All, <laughs> the, all the old houses and everything all decorated and the snow. It was, nice. it was awesome. I, I'm a big, big, big fan of Christmas. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah, big Christmas. So fan. what's your favorite Christmas movie? I mean, it'd probably be a Christmas story. It has to be That's oh, yeah. the most legendary one. But, out, but I mean, it, there's so many. I, I from, from from new to old. I mean, I love them all. Usually, right when it gets you know, like like a week out, I'm all about the Christmas lights, the Christmas movies, the Christmas music, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Melissa herself is like, I've never been around someone who loves Christmas so much, and it kind of makes her more <laughs> excited because now she has like a second kid. So that's cool. I dig it. Uh, so unfortunate news this week. I know you're like the Wolverine. You know, really mm-hmm. into the. Well, comic book scene, uh, Stan Lee unfortunately passed. So we're doing a little bit of a tribute and talking about uh, how Stan Lee and his creations have affected your life. Man, I know, big bummer. Uh, let's actually spoil that news. Like, oh my God, Stan Lee died today. Feels like Jamal's getting my hair cut or something. And 
I couldn't believe it. I mean, I know obviously he's not he's not a youngin, um, but like you see all his cameos and in, uh, in the movies, and you see like his you know his appearances on uh, you know whatever entertainment deal and interviews and talk. He seems so full of life. He seems so timeless. Yes, yeah. you know, he's, I feel like he's been the same age for like the last 15, 20 years. Absolutely. And so like it, you know, it just it seemed like oh man, he's about to kick it. And so yeah, it was. Real big bummer, man. Yeah, Stanley's the man. He's so cool. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about him. Um, and yeah. that, I mean, yeah, obviously he created so much, and uh, I, I've been the biggest fan of of everything Marvel since I was a kid. I actually wanted to be a superhero, maybe more than a wrestler, but just I, the superhero business wasn't thriving too much, so I, I went the wrestling route. But still, a pretty good gimmick, though. Um, so I asked all the wrestlers this today: if you could make one comic book movie for Marvel that hasn't been made yet, like your fantasy comic book movie, what would that be? Oh. Mine was Spider-Man versus Punisher. Oh, okay. Well, uh, 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 see, so we said it hasn't been made yet. I'm thinking like no, nothing has been made yet because, you know, Punisher's got his own movies. He's had his own Netflix TV series. Spider-Man's been remade seven times. But uh, so like that, that very well could happen. Um, if it was like that route, you know, I, w- I would love to see the Maximum Carnage series. Um, <laughs> we were just talking about that with Deshaun Pratt. That, that, that would be awesome. Um, it, which, uh, you know, hey, if you saw Venom, it's not too far from happening. Absolutely. Um, if it was like just a character that hasn't been seen at all, uh, or like some sort of story like that. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, uh, even though the X Men movies, you know, just to be honest, usually aren't very good. X Men is like my number one team. Yeah. And I've been dying to see Omega Red. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so bad, so bad. So if they, if they could do an actual like Weapon X storyline, that'd be really cool. That would be that would be really, really, really cool. Like if they could do Weapon X, but in the theme of how they did Logan, that would be that would be really cool, beautiful. Yes, I dig it, man. So a little bit about the wrestling. How how did you break into the business? Um, You know, it's all I want to do since I was ten years old. I first watched wrestling when I was five. I fell in love with it. Again, these guys on TV look like super life superheroes, right? Um, And there was a, a local school not too far from my hometown of Chico, California. Not to be confused with Chi- Chino, California. Uh, Chico's actually too unfamiliar to hear about over here, but there's a ginormous – it's the largest fire ever in California, and it's like right outside of my hometown right now. This poor city paradise has just been scorched to the ground. But, um, uh, I yeah, so I, I, there's a school like maybe an hour out in this little town called Yuba City. I started training okay. in, and then I actually ended up opening up my own promotion, MWF. Oh wow! Main event wrestling federation. Um, I got I got a lot of help and training through uh, one of my idols, Chris Canyon. I actually got to wrestle him twice in my hometown in my home fed. Uh, I remember the first time I wrestled him; it's so probably my top three favorite matches. Um, and I remember like after having that match back in the summer of two thousand five, I was like, dude, I could be done wrestling and I'd be pretty content with what I've accomplished because That's that awesome. was so tremendous to me. Right. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, man, he helped me out and got me to Deep South Uncontracted, which led to me down the road getting signed with uh, FCW and, and so on and so on and so on. But, yeah, it's just all I ever wanted to do, I uh, I, yeah, I got in touch with those, those guys local to me. I, I was waiting. I, I was like, look, I'm going to train with them for a while. And then I was going to go to UPW because they had their connection with WWF at the time. Right. That's, that's also – I meant to say WWF so, well, yeah. you, could, so you could date it yeah. to realize when they were connected. Then they lost that, and I was like, well, shoot, what am I going to do now? So I just started you know, doing the indie deal and running my own company and just kind of took its course until I got an opportunity. It's really cool. Um, so the option C thing – so 
Fast forward to now, right? Yep. Uh, X Division champion. And the option C, what, what is that and how does that work out? I think some people are a little bit confused about the logistics of it at this moment. So originally, option C was only designed to cash in the title for a world title match at Destination X pay-per-view. Right. That pay-per-view isn't around right now. Uh, but um, and but every new like everyone kept teasing, are you gonna use option C? Are you gonna use option C? And I'm not sure. To be perfectly honest, I mean, the last few years of TNA, back to TNA before it was like fully transformed right. back to Impact. I wasn't watching because it was probably when it was at its you know lowest point. Now uh, now we're, we're we're becoming cool again. You know, we're the cool huge. kids. Huge. We get to eat with everybody that, that that wears you know fancy sneakers in the lunchroom again. Where <laughs> people are talking about it. Got the pumps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so we're becoming cool again. The ship's turning around. I'm glad to be part of that. But um, uh, I don't I don't know what they were doing then. then. I mean, I knew it was for Destination X, but I guess apparently now it's it's a la Money in the Bank ish. Um, okay, that makes sense. I, I cashed it in. Technically, it's uh, I'm still the champion though until um, January sixth okay. at the pay per view, and I, and on the pay per view, uh, they'll announce it this Thursday. So a little bit of a spoiler alert. I don't know when people will see this. Uh, there'll be a uh, Ultimate X match to decide the new X Division champion. So that's awesome. So come January sixth, uh, they'll take the title from me. They'll hang it up on the on the Raptors. Unless somebody beats me before that, then I guess maybe they'll be in that match. So they hang it up on the Raptors, and then. That's the night you get the shot of the yep, championship. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So then later on in the main event, then 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 I hang Johnny Impact on the Raptors, awesome. and, I, and I'm the champion. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And then maybe we can see you back here January 26th at our pay per view. There it is. There it well, is. I appreciate you hanging no out, problem, man. man. Very much appreciative. Awesome, uh, guys. Remember, guys, like, share, follow, and subscribe for all things Wicked. Merry Christmas. All right. So we learned about the option C. It really makes sense what they're doing with it now, and I'm glad that we That's very cool. seem to have maybe got the exclusive or the clarification of how he was able to turn that in. There seemed to have been a lot of confusion on the internets. Also, again, it was really cool to uh, get Brian Cage's thoughts on Stanley and how it affected his life. I thought his answer was really, really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, let me ask you. How has Stanley affected your life? <laughs> well, I'm just a big old comic book junkie. Like I love, I love comic books and stuff. So I also love the Marvel movies. I think they did a really good job with those. So yeah, I mean, he's affected my life in entertainment. He's affected my life of uh, the stories, like Spider Man, for instance. Oh my gosh, I love Spider Man series. Let me ask you this: Do you watch Spider Man with your son? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's created something. To, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um the Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix uh saga. I love that stuff. X-Men cartoons. Oh my gosh, yeah. Woo, man. X -Men, X Men cartoons was I I used to love that show. For me personally. One of the best cartoon theme songs of all time, by the way. I love that. Um for me personally, one of the things that stuck out to me recently is his wife passed recently. And the way he talked about his wife, like the love of his life and stuff, it was just, man, it was really touching. Um, but also, he was just like, kind of like a grandpa. Like, like it was like always there, like making appearances, and just being nice and motivational. And all I can say uh, to end this show and respect 
to uh, Stan Lee and all the wrestlers and, you know, may all their dreams come to fruition. Excelsior. Ba-blam. Did you just ba-blam on top of my Excelsior? You fucking... Yes. Crazy. No. Ba-blam. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a part time job, but it pays the bills. Who's next? Next. Me. Okay. All right. I mean, you're not a very little kid at all, but sit on Santa's lap. Tell me what you want for Christmas. Okay. All right. So, uh, all right. What yeah. Do you for Christmas. I want PPW tickets. PPW. Okay. Well, that's a little. Can bit- Santa bring me that? It's a little bit before Christmas. It's December fifteenth, but Santa can do. What Santa can do? I know some people. I know, I know Paul Bo. I know uh, Anthony McKee. But if I don't know them, what can I just do? Well, I mean, if you don't want Santa to help you, well, you could go to www.ppwwrestling.com. Oh, see, so you already knew. Mm-hmm. Aren't you just? A I just ho- want to sit on your lap. You're just a ho ho ho. Mm-hmm. Well, bah humbug, and get out of here. Bye. Did you just piss on my leg? He pissed on my... Larry! He pissed on my leg!